talking about boxing. Just absolutely boxing. We're talking about boxing. Just absolutely boxing. Boxing. Just absolutely boxing. All right, y'all, what's going on? Welcome back to Just Absolutely Boxing Podcast. This is episode 46, man. We moving on. We moving up. Yeah, man. Uh, my, all right, my name is Ant. It's your boy, Boxing P. And it's another fight weekend coming up. Uh, this time we got the main event, Adrian Broner versus Jesse Vargas. Mm-hmm. And uh, on the undercard, we got Jamal Charlo versus Hugo Centeno and Javante Tank Davis versus Jesus Cuellar. Um, What do you think about this card, man, in general, man? Um, I, th- I, think it's, I, think, I think it's a good card as far as star power. And, I mean... These guys are not really facing the most dangerous competition. You know, um, Adrian Broner is facing Jesse Vargas. That's probably the stiffest, you know, competition out, you know, uh, on the card. But um, overall, as far as star power, getting to see some of the favorite, you know, biggest names of the younger guys. And um, on one card is going to be a good look, I think. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is um for Tank. You know, this is another fight, another title shot for him to try to you know get him back in the thick of things. And um, you know, for Jamal Charlo, this is kind of hopefully leading up to a bigger you know bigger fight, maybe with Triple G or Canelo down the line. But uh, as for you know Broner, this is his all or nothing, which you know many a times we gave him that right. They had a million crossroads, so we're gonna yeah. see what happened Saturday night at this crossroad. You know, what I mean, like I was saying Aunt, earlier, I mean it's hard to count the guy out. We we see he's so naturally gifted, you know what I mean? And um, people just they constantly giving him a chance, you know, second, third, fourth, fifth, you know what I mean? But um, I do get it because at any given time, if 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 he really gets it he can really be a star in the sport you know what i mean that you know if he can really just pull it all together and hold it together he can really do some things in the sport because um you know he's a character in the ring and out the ring you know and um he's definitely a talented a gifted boxer you know what i mean i think before you know, I do want to talk about Tank first, but before we do, uh, my question about Broner, we can answer it now, go back to it later. Is that is he really that talented? I mean, because it's like we don't, we no, but I mean, that's why I say like naturally mm-hmm. gifted as far as I mean, he has natural gifts that you can't really train for the hand speed coordination, you know, to balance certain things that it takes to be able to perform the way he does sometimes, but. Mm-hmm. It's 90% mental, and so if the mental ain't there, all oh, that's mm-hmm. kind of null and void. You feel me? The, 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 you got to have this, this number one. You know, yeah. if you to me, if you can think in there and can't fight that good, you can think of a way to win. But mm-hmm. if you can't think in there and can fight real good, I mean, it's only a matter of time for somebody to pick you apart or, you know, get inside your head and it's over after that. Yeah, because it's always like he can get in there, but he don't know how to stay in there, you know, mentally. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's it's hard to really say that. I, that's why I never really associate the same way I say the the gift with I do like a Terrence Crawford. Like when I say he has it, I say he has it. You know, that's yeah. why I always say that when I talk about him is that he has that gift. He has a full package. Eh? The full yeah. package. He got the full like package. When we talk about yeah. Broner, yeah, man, I can just say like he got the hand speed and this and that. But it's like I haven't seen it against top level competition, you know. Like every time it's like comp- top level competition, you know, he falls short in there. Yeah. I mean, it's not even top level competition that. Yeah, it's not. They're, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. not top level guys. I mean, maybe top 10. But top 10 guys, right. That's what I mean. Yeah. That's yeah. why it's like, it's still that thing with him. It's just like, how gifted is he? You know, like, did he blow up faster than 
than he was supposed to, then his talent actually carried him. You know, was yeah. it his mouth that got him there? <laughs> yeah. It was more his mouth, yeah. his talent that got him there. Absolutely. But, you know, it's like your career took off quicker than your and your talent didn't keep up with it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, because I mean, you can be gifted, but if you don't hone those gifts and nurture them and you know, cultivate them, then I mean, you just like anything else that you don't use, it goes to waste, you know. So, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's good things that he has, but if he's not taking advantage of them, that's only his fault, you know, and nobody else mm-hmm. can make him do that but him. Yeah, yeah, again, like, mm-hmm. you know, especially with like natural ability, you know, it's a matter of time for time, take that away, you know, yeah, take that away. I mean, Father Time, it's boom, you yeah. know, and he ain't, what is he, 28 now, somewhere in that in that area, so uh, he, yeah. he he hitting that cusp mm-hmm. of, um, you know, do or die. Yeah, because uh, when, like I was saying, like, with with um, Broner, his, uh, it's mostly just his character that's been bringing him to the top and not his actual talent. That's why whenever he goes into the ring to actually show the talent it's like he can't really commit to it because mentally he ain't there you know yeah 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 Yeah. definitely as of lately you know at 140 he 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 was looking good at first against you know c-level competition but definitely once the competition went up you know things haven't been the same but you can see why though eh? I mean, he transparent. His life is on social media, so you see all the stuff he's constantly going through. So, how good can you be with all this going on in your personal life? You know what I mean? We see, we see why he can't focus. Mm-hmm. He got, you know, few baby mothers, and no disrespect to him. I'm just saying. I mean, he always got something going on, and I mean, that's 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 not being focused. You know what right. I mean? He's having something going on. You know. Yeah. Let me say this before we jump to tank first. We're going to start at the bottom card. But uh, I do want to say this, though. It's like with um, he's in the same kind of situation as AJ. You know, they kind of the faces of boxing. They're more than just what they do in the ring. They have a face outside of the ring. But with AJ, he kind of uses it more in a positive way. Of course. You know, as much as people hate AJ right now, hate on him and say he's ducking wilder, which he kind of is. But like we know that at least he's using it in a more positive way way you know he knows how to kind of present himself exactly and he knows how to kind of carry himself with that type of exposure you know whereas broner is kind of like you know he's kind of riding it for, for, it's, it's brought forth the negative exposure is kind of brought in a negative way that's why sooner or later it's going to you know come back and bite him is what i'm saying you know yeah i mean because it comes to a point at where all right dude we, we accepted that three years ago when you was 21 22 you 30 now or whatever, you know what I'm saying? So it's like we you you should be older. You should be older now. You know what I'm saying? I mean more mature now. We you, you know that stuff won't won't we won't accept that forever from you. And people looking at him like, yo, all right, we seen you do the performance, you locked up, do all the done. All right, every time you give people this big, you know, I'm I'm changed, I'm this and that. And um but then we it don't seem like you know, the, the the actions is matching up with the words. So, um, I mean, like I say, at the end of the day, he only hurt himself. He's only hurt himself, You know man. I mean? We fans, you know, we, like you say, we went to the next thing. You know, that's just the way it is being a fan. But, um, yeah, he's I mean, like. Any like, brother out here, we, we wanted to see him be able to take care of his family, man. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, that, like, you know, it's like, dude. You need to make the most of this opportunity because you got a family to provide for. You yeah, know? yeah, especially when you're given the opportunity. Yeah, hey, that's it. That's, you that's know, a it. lot of young guys out here, young brothers like that. They ain't getting it, you know. Hey, they wish wish they could get that platform. They wish they could get it, you know. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, you know, speaking of opportunities, when you look at somebody like Tank, you know, last year was a big year for him. You know, he won his first title. Shoot, he went over to the UK, far in the UK, been, you know, with Floyd Mayweather. Like you always say, you know, he got skyrocketed to the top, you know. And um, you know, he fought on one of the biggest cards, you know, the Mayweather McGregor card. Uh came up short on weight. That's why he lost the belt. So, you know, since then he kind of been inactive. Um 
but now he's back in the you know mix with a guy named Jesus Cuellar. Um, and this supposed to be for the WBA belt. Um, this guy, this guy Cuellar, like I said, I've seen him fight in the past. You know, he's from Argentina. He's tough, um, really tough puncher, pressure puncher. But he's he's had a year off. Um, do you think it's going to be a real test for him, or do you think this is kind of like kind of a way to get uh, Tank back in there? You know, an easy title run. I mean, I mean, the, the, the guy is, of course, it's to get Tank back into the mix of things. I mean, the guy has been on a year layoff. I mean, how long has Tank been out the ring at? Uh, Tank's been out since August. He's yes. been out since August, so I want to say about nine months. Oh, nine months, okay. About nine months, whereas yeah. he's been out for like, uh, I want to say a year. And before that, he fought once, Quayle fought once, and then he was inactive a year before that wow yeah oh yeah i mean that's going to definitely play a huge part in the fight and because this guy ain't active at all yeah he's not because um yeah before that he fought abner morris he gave abner morris a tough fight and um you know he's just been there you know he was for a while he was in there kind of looking like a force and somewhere you know he just was inactive the past couple years that's why I would have said maybe if he was a little bit more active, he would pose more of a threat. But kind of riding off of his past resume, it kind of looks more so just like it is tough on paper versus getting in the ring now. Because for for somebody like Cuellar to get in the ring against Tank right now, I think it's more dangerous for Cuellar than it is Tank, you know? Yeah. Because I don't. I've seen Cuellar fight in the past, and he knows how to kind of pressure guys, like almost like Tyson coming straight forward. And, putting that pressure on you but somebody like tank you know he ain't gonna run from that you know right thank you at the hand speed too so it's kind of like th- this is going to be first few rounds it might be a tough tough fight for tank but i think he'll just fall into a groove you know because like we might at 130 but tank you know he could be bigger you know yeah definitely definitely so I probably have to say, you know, looking at this one, I have to pick Tank probably by maybe like a fourth round knockout. I think he's gonna go four. Man. I think he can go in four, man. Just just off the inactivity with um with Quayar and Quayar, he's uh he been dropped before, you know, he been dropped by Abner Mars in that fight, and it was a close fight. But I think if he can't hit somebody like Tank, and you know, Tank is hitting him early. You know, I think he can get him out of there, man. Yeah. Especially just like we say, off of off of uh off of a layoff too, and you move up the fight in one, you know, super featherweight, <laughs> you know, and tank, you know, tank power is real. You know, yeah. tank's power is real. <laughs> Compact tank for sure. Yeah, he didn't get that nickname for nothing. That's why I'm just kinda like, I think he would be, you know, the first to stop him in that in the inside of that probably like fourth round. Right. Well, he like to put on a show, so um, if that opportunity come, I'm sure he gonna hop on it. So I mean, I really know I don't really know too much about this guy Quayle. Quayle. So I'm going okay. riding your wave. I'm riding your wave on this one. That you know, I mean, of course, I'm riding for the hometown, but still, I don't even know what type of threat he 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 do pose the tank. But um, well, like I said, maybe if it had been a few years ago, or maybe if he'd been active, I would say he's more of a threat, but. You know, you can't come off of a layoff facing a young, young, dangerous puncher like Tank. So yeah. you know, that's just one of the equations we put together, you know. Yeah. And if he does come past this fight, you know, how 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 true how true do you think it is that the Lomachenko fight is in the works, man? I mean, <laughs> I I feel like Lomachenko wants to fight. I feel like Tank wants to fight. The thing is, Floyd being the businessman that he is, of course, is going to be Mayweather promote. You know, will will all those politics get involved? That you know what I mean. I think both guys want to fight. I would love to see the fight. You know what I mean. I think it would be a great fight, but um, I'm a little nervous about the politics. You know what I'm saying? They, They might coming to play trying to make this fight you know what i mean but we'll see i mean you know because the thing about it neither one of them are huge names huge draws so Mm -hmm. 
who's going to be A and who's going to be B. You know, Floyd, you see what I'm saying? It's going to be a lot of politics with this shit, eh? you know what I yeah. mean? So Yeah, because yeah, right now, both of these guys are on about the same level if you want to talk exposure, you know? So both yeah. of them are going to feel like, hey, we... I'm I'm A, then Loma but, might but, say I'm A. And we already know, you know, a lot of people going to say Loma is the A side. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, I mean, but is Floyd going to really feel like that? He might say, all right, cool, whatever. I don't know. But he might feel like tank the A-side. We don't know. So I yeah. see more litigation with that type of shit and than the actual fighters not wanting to mix it up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, I think that, you know, like we said, what, what does tank have to be? A, what would he have to fear, you know? Why would he yeah. even talk about try to talk his way out of a fight like this, you know, right. out of a fight like this? So this is a fight that I feel like he really do need, you know, after he get past this guy Quayar, you know. Um granted if uh Lomachenko can get past Lenaris, you know. Facts. So um all in all, I mean, it, it's hard not to look ahead to that fight because it, it it's 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 just got a lot of different things, like angles in it, because Loma he ain't faced nobody like Tank. Yeah. You know, because if you be on the real, he's been fighting a lot of ex older champions. You know, ex older smaller guys, and yeah. Tank Tank is a young Tank is a young beast, man. So yeah. when you look at it, a lot of people are saying, "Oh, Tank is scared. Tank is going to lose." I mean, like, I don't know about that, man. Yeah, and and uh, like I told you, for me, Aunt, you know, even though I'm pulling for Tank, but my thing is, I'm curious to see how Loma deals with the power. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. this this is some power he probably ain't felt at one thirty before. You know what I'm saying? Them little short, powerful arms or whatever, thick neck. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious to see 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 what he how, how he responded to that because that can be telling. You know what I mean? He might he might do good. He might do bad. I don't know, but the power he gonna feel it. Yeah, he gonna feel it. And I know people might disagree, but I have to say Loma has one loss. You know, yeah, A person with one loss. Or any losses, they do fight different than an undefeated fighter. You know, I don't care what anybody says. You know, yeah, for sure. they bring a different energy or aura, whatever you want to call it, to the ring versus a fighter with a even yeah. one loss. Man, some people cherish that. Oh, and I mean, and you already know, like you say, we ain't for the debating or whatever. It's a fact. Mm-hmm. A, a undefeated fighter fights different because he still hasn't went through the threshold of losing yet, so he don't know how to lose. Mm-hmm. He don't know how to lose yet. You do. I mean, that's the way it goes sometimes. But, you know, a guy who's never lost really don't know how to lose. Eh? So they're going to do their best not to lose. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But shoot. Um, yeah. Looking at this one, I definitely got to pick Tank probably by fourth or fifth round knockout, man. Um, Anything else you want to say on this before we jump on the next one? No. I'm, I'm, like I said, I, I think Tank could get him. But I ain't sure. I ain't sure, on, you know, how or when. And said four rounds. Four rounds, man. <laughs> I'm calling four. All right, looking at um, jumping up to 160, looking at Jamal Charlo versus Hugo Centeno. Um, I feel like, you know, Charlo, this is a, this is his second fight at middleweight. I think it's going to be not really a big test, but I think it's it's going to be a, I don't want to say cakewalk because I don't want to make him see too bad, but it might, it seemed like it's going to be an easy fight for him, man. Yeah, like I said, I seen him fight a few times on PBC, uh, Hugo Centeno, and he's um he tries to be slick, you know, he tries to be slick, but it seemed like he's a little too slow to pull the trigger, so he's kind of easy to get caught, you know. He's kind of got his left hand down a lot, trying to bait people in, but then he usually winds up getting countered. So he seems a little bit uh slow on that, and um. Like I told you, he lost to uh, Seleski, the guy that uh, Danny Jacobs is going to fight. You know, he got stopped by him. And there was just this one round where he got clipped good with a right hand, like just because his hands were down. And I was like, if if Charlo was to hit him with one of those right hands, it would be lights out. Yeah. 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 But what do you think of like uh, Jamal Charlo right now at 160 uh, from what you've seen in his last fight? Do you think he carries weight nice, man? I mean, I think he's looking really good at 160. You know, I mean, we just, it's just so hard to say, Ant, because until you're in there with them names, it's, it's, it's hard. You know, I mean, it's, I don't get it. 
Why is it so hard to get in there with the Jacobs and the the the, the you know Gennadis and these people? I mean, the Boo Boo. Get, get, it's, it's some names there. That's the fights we want to see. Because then for me, then I can honestly measure and say, well, this guy is it. You know, mm-hmm. it's easy for a guy with a, a tailor made fight to look good. That's what the fighters made to do. Yeah. You know, it's not the fighter fault. It's nobody's fault. It's just the way the game goes, you know. But uh, I mean, we all know anything can happen in the fight, but it is, you know, it's just one of them things where you do what you're supposed to do, you're going to get this. If you lose it, that's on you. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Well, it seems like this, I hate to sound old, but like back whenever, you know, back in the day with some box and even in the 90s, like when guys moved up, they were moving up to take on the best already. They didn't really get no easy fight you know what i mean like even when roy moved up from middleweight to super middleweight you know he went straight after james tony you know mm-hmm. for a super fight you know or whether he jumped up the light heavyweight you know so he was already fighting those guys with belts but it seemed like now everybody kind of has the their hand has to be held to take up to, to the next weight you know what i mean and either that or even their hand held or they feel like they can hold out for more money but you know, the money's going to come, man. Like, you got to take on the hardest fights now. All right. And then when you prove yourself as that star, you get the money, you know? Because, like, right now with a guy you take on, like, Hugo Centeno, it's just a, that's just a fight, you know? It's just a stay busy fight, in my opinion. So, yeah. And it's also going to test the waters, you know? It's going to see how you, the fashion you beat a guy like him in, you know, if Charles was able to beat him quick, you know, if he, however you're able to beat him, if you, Fast fashion or hard fashion, that's going to kind of gauge how you're going to look at 160, you know? So what is this, the second fight at 160? Yeah, it's the second fight. Mm-hmm. So if I had to make a call on this one, I'd probably say I think Charlo might beat him by a decision, like a unanimous decision, or I think he might stop him late if he can land like that right hand. You know, because the, the dude, Hugo Centeno, he has a lot of holes, I see, you know. Yeah. He definitely has a lot of holes in his game. You know, he, he moves around a lot, but he don't really have enough pop on his hit. I don't think that's going to put Charlo in trouble, you know. So I think I think he might get him out of there like 11 or 12. If not, it might go to decision, man. Okay. Well, like, I'm going to roll with you on this one again, Matt, because, you know, I ain't, I ain't too sure about the Centeno guy. You got you. You know what I mean? It sounds like it's tailor-made, though. It do, man. Both of these fights coming up are tailor-made, you know, except for the main event, Adrian Broner versus Jesse Vargas, man. Adrian got his work cut out for him, man. They really gave him the tough one. They said, this ain't going to be no easy fight, man. You taking on the next best welterweight, you know? Yeah. One of the the top welterweights, man. Uh, That's what I'm saying. Like, every time he gets the opportunity to rise to that, rise to the occasion. It seems like he can't do it, man. You know? But look, and like you say, um, it's just been a lot, you know, going on with, with even, you know, him, him and Floyd, because Floyd kind of, you know, was not pissed off, but just wondering why Adrian wanted this fight at 144, this catch mm-hmm. weight instead of 147. He was like, well, you know, you didn't fight Paulie. And, mm-hmm catch weight you didn't fight Madonna to catch weight why my guy gotta fight you at a catch weight how you feel about that the fight being at a catch weight again I think that's just kind of because of his uh, lack of discipline you know why can't he just go by what the weight is you know mm-hmm. it feels like he always got to kind of have it his way where he's feeling like he's not really using it as some type of diva movement it's just the kind of kind of satisfy his laziness if I you will you know what I mean like if I can't get this weight hey let's just make it a catch weight you know mm-hmm. instead of trying to make the weight you know being on point like all the other fighters have to do he wants to kind of just you know get get some way out of it so I don't really think that's fair you know but but the, the way I see it too though Ant, is mm-hmm. certain guys he don't want to face at 147 that Certain guys he don't want to fight at he don't want to face at one forty seven, and Jesse Vargas is a guy he don't he don't want to face at one forty seven. To me, that's just the way I see it. You know what I mean? 
it, it's know? crazy. Yeah, it's crazy because like when I was looking at the card and I saw Adrian Broner versus Jesse Vargas, I just saw those words in parentheses. That's like welterweight. I was like, does he want to really fight at 147? <laughs> that was my mm -hmm. question. Because even before that, he was kind of like 140 is my weight. Well, you got to make 140 for it to be a weight, you know? Right. Because even then when he fought Adrian Granados, he was going to try to fight at 140, but he couldn't even make that, you know? Right. Right. So it's like, which is it? You know, where do you need to be at? You know, where where's your weight need to be at? And like, who who are you trying to target? And that's why I say I said to you earlier, like, him versus Crawford is kind of hard to gauge them as far as, like, who wants to who really has the gift, you know, like as a gift, it comes with, like you said, full package, you know, you gotta, you gotta have a plan. You gotta have a, you know, the heart to show you want it. But with him, it's like, are you really in it for that long haul? Like to really prove you're a champion? Or are you just in it for the paycheck today? You know? Right. 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 I mean, and like we say that fast track will do that to you too. And, and it, in life, any, 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 any realm, any realm you want to fast track to the top, it it it, it distorts things, and that's we can't dismiss that. But you know, Adrian Broner, you know, I mean, some people might say he he he's the modern age Zab Judah, you know, another guy who people use the word gifted with, but just couldn't keep it together mentally. Mm -hmm. And like I say, Aunt, the game is ninety percent mental, so you know you have to be mentally sound. Mm -hmm. You know, and we and and I mean, who knows what goes through a fighter's mind in a twelve-round fight? And you know, I don't know, but we know that every fighter says it's ninety percent mental. So it's some thinking going on. There's something that's going on in there, and some people, I guess, can do it. Some people, I guess, can't. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And we've seen other guys who have had talent, but just. You know, mentally break down. What's the other heavyweight who cried with Lennox Lewis? That was an extreme case, but Oliver McCall. You know, Oliver McCall. I mean, he has some mental stuff going on, and but still, you know, he was fighting, and people didn't, you know, realize what was going on in his head until the man finally broke down on the top level. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, um, I mean, like I say, who knows what what really goes on in these guys? Is and I mean, it's a lot, it's a lot, a lot of thinking, you know, doubting yourself, you know, confidence, you know, uh huh, yeah, anxiety, yeah, oh, yeah, because like even hearing Bernard Hopkins talk about that in the past, he was saying, like, you know, fighters, it takes a lot to stay in their mental because he said sometimes you might start thinking about what you're gonna eat for dinner in the middle of a fight, yeah. something as simple as that, or like. One other fighter said you might be thinking of that girl you just saw walk by. If exactly. you let your guard down one time and that can kind of throw you off, you know. Or, so. or and something simple is you just had an argument with your wife before the fight or your girlfriend. Mm -hmm. I mean, that should be on your mind. Exactly. You know yeah. You're thinking that shit you should have said in the argument and mm -hmm. you didn't got dropped and shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, here you got here, you got a fight in the ring and then you got one waiting at home. <laughs> you got one where you got a frown pan with your name at home waiting exactly. for you. Yeah. You no, know, but I'm just saying, I mean, th th those are the things that a fighter would have to black out. That's that's another part dynamic of the sport and the mental fortitude that you have there. You got to black all that shit out, man. All of it. Mm -hmm. Buster Douglas' mother had just died, man. Mm. You had to block that shit out and go in there and face Mike Tyson. Mm -hmm. So can you imagine the mental fortitude that something like that would take? I mean, I'm sure it popped in his head, but not to let it overwhelm him and cause him to lose the fight. You know, I mean, shows a tremendous amount of, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Some type of resilience, you know. Yeah, yeah resilience. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, you know, mental, mental toughness, grit, yeah. you know. Because, like, you know, even in the, you know, people in music and things like that, when they get stressed, they take it out with, you know, their instruments. So it's like, yeah. with him, whenever he lost his mother, it was kind of like he had to re-exert that energy. Re-exert that through them hands and what he was looking at ahead of him, you know, so. Exactly. Exactly. Probably, but, at but, times, but, he probably didn't even know what he was doing, you know. Turn grief or sorrow into aggression, you know what I'm saying? He probably just wanted to go somewhere and fucking cry. 
but I couldn't cry right now. So I'm going to take this crying energy and turn it into, you know what I'm saying? It's just, I mean, it, it was, it was, it's, it's a history that he did something like that. Mm-hmm. Biggest upset, you know, in, 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 in boxing. Yeah. So, and, um, I think, and I think that's the, that's the thing with Broner, like with all the things he got going on, he still hasn't really learned how to just go in the ring and imagine everything just him and the one guy in the ring you know what i mean his mind is here his mind is there it's it's everywhere because he wants to know that all eyes are on him you know because that's that's even type of presence he brings all the time he wants all eyes on him but he's not like mate floyd where floyd he wants that attention but he's not always looking around he he knows how to perform to make people look and not care you know what i mean like him he got to know that everybody's paying attention he's yelling he's you know, calling people this and that, whether reporters or what, just to get that attention. And I think that's his problem in the ring. He was still worried about what the audience is thinking. Exactly. What his opponent is doing. That's what kind of affects his performance. And with somebody like Jesse Vargas, you can't do that because, you know, Jesse Vargas, he he wants to be a champion. You know, he, he wanted to fight Keith Thurman in May, but you know how that went. That's another story. But, right. you know, Somebody like Jesse Vargas, he's been in there with Pacquiao. He's been in there with Tim Bradley. So he's learned some things, you know. And he gave he gave them hell of a fights, too, you know. So what's a guy like Broner gonna bring to him that he hasn't seen before, you know? So so it's like Broner, you have to be on your A game or you will face your first knockout. That's that's just being real, you know. Wow. You know, like I'm not saying that, you know. He's gonna beat him down where he can crack the chin, but you never know. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. Yeah, if he go in there slipping or falling short, then he definitely can get knocked out. That's I mean, you think Jesse Vargas wouldn't hop on the opportunity to catch that chin? Mm-hmm. You, you saw, know, hey, you saw how he buzzed Tim Bradley in the twelfth round. He, yeah, he, he wouldn't stop until he tried to get him. He almost got him out yeah. of there. You know. Yeah, he definitely had him hurt bad. So I mean, but you know, the thing about it is, is like. You know, the, the, the fight game, man, you know, Jesse Vargas, Adrian Brown is a more popular guy. You know, this is an opportunity for Jesse Vargas maybe to springboard his his career. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Adrian Brown could win, but this could just be Jesse Vargas' moment. And, I mean, it just might be his time. You know, we ain't promised every We ain't promised tomorrow in, in life, ain't So yeah. you definitely ain't promised it in boxing or sports or entertainment. You ain't promised tomorrow. And that's what I'm saying. Like, whenever uh, I speak of like Jesse Vargas' energy versus wanting to be a champion, it's like he fell short in the Pacquiao fight and the Bradley fight. You know, these are A-listers, right? So A-list. what the hell, oh, like, is, you know, so what the hell has Broner got that's going to really stop him, you know? So he he he's bringing that energy like from those past losses into this fight to say, you know, I'm not going to let somebody A.B. beat me. You know, I've already been in there with the best, you know, and and, and gave him that toughest. So Broner might just be another stepping stone for him to get back in there with a Thurman or a Spence. So, and it can go both both ways. And like I say, I mean, if Vargas does that, I mean. Hats off to him. It's, it's, I, I don't want to look at the fight as it's just Jesse Vargas who's supposed to go down. You know, I mean, the best man is going to win. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But the best man, he will be the best man if he's put the work in. So whoever's put, you know, the best work in will be the best man. If you didn't put the, the work in, you're not going to be the best man on fight night, man. I mean, that's common sense. Yeah, yeah, because, like, yeah, we definitely don't see it as that type of fight where it's a lay-down fight for him because – you know, even like before we were starting the show, we was talking about how, you know, Tank, if you look at the equation of his fight, it might be an easy win for him. You look at the equation for Charlo, he has the kind of an easy win. Broner, he's the only one that's going to have a tough fight. Yeah. I think I feel like he has the toughest, you know, toughest match because, yeah, Vargas, I don't see him as no pushover, you know? Right, 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 right. And, you know, Tank, I mean, and to, this is another thing I wanted to say too, Ant. Like these guys got to go back to like the throwback gyms and the old, just the old way. No social media, no phones, just, you know, big bear up in the mountains, just away from everything and really train and, you know, 
Because that's the way it got to be in the ring. Ain't nobody around, nothing around, no distractions. You need that tunnel vision or whatever. But these guys, they train at home, go home, go out to the club at night. You can't, I don't think you can really do all that. Ain't. You know what I'm saying? I think you just need six weeks, eight weeks. You need to be in that mind frame. And then you can chill. Yeah. That's the yeah. life you that's the life you live. That's the lifestyle you have to live. That's the life. You know? Yeah. I think that's the one thing about boxing the old school that that never, you know, that that's something that never has to change. You know, you always need that six to eight week time where it's just you training, no other distractions, you know. No that's, that's something that never changed. So your mind can always get used to blanking everything out. Exactly. That's what I'm like, I mean, I mean, I mean to think about it. Okay, I get it. That's a, that's a huge sacrifice. Not seeing your wife, your kids, know this, but 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 it's for a reason. You know, it's not like you going to prison for six to eight weeks. No, you can talk to everybody, you can see everybody, really, but but not really. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you need to get to your wife, of course you can get to your wife. If you need to get to your kids, you can get to them, but. It's just to cut down all those unnecessary distractions, you know, and definitely like the phone and the computer. They need to be away from that because that's what's messing with Adrian Broner. You know, he hop on his phone and see something somebody said or, you know, and get yeah. caught up into that world. He need to just be kind of away from that. You know what I mean? And um, not just him, but like a lot of these new guys, you know, all this new fancy, you know, technology, they need to go back to, you know, the throwback ways, you know, like even some of those all, Old all access and where they should show the training camps up in Big Bay. I mean, these guys wasn't that, and, and feeling the like that. They was just it was a unit, you know. They stayed in the house. Did they ran? You know, did they run and work? But you wasn't seeing a whole lot of you know outside activity. No, you weren't. And the thing about that too is, you know, it's it, it it doesn't really seem like a hard thing because when you look at Big Bear up there, it's like a vacation almost. You know? Yeah, man, yeah, it's, it's, you know, yeah. To me, that's what it looks like. You know, seeing the mountains and being away from everybody. You getting to choose to be away from everybody. You know, what I mean, like, you know, that that's the only excuse. The time you get away from your wife, right? Yeah, <laughs> you know I mean? and get to chill with the fellas. I get to chill with the fellas. I ain't got yeah. worry about hearing no complaints. Yeah, you know, so I mean. I think it all comes down to it just being a some fighter's character where they they have to be seen. Somebody like Broner, you know, he he just needs to he needs that attention, man, and he 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 thrives off of it, man. You know, which is it's a gift and a curse, man. Like yeah, you can you can put you can put the butts in seats, but you know, sooner or later them butts gonna be leaving when you get in your butt kicked, you know. Right, and that's my thing because even if you addicted to it, ain't. You should say, well, shit, I got to make sure I win because I know that's what's feeding this attention right now. You know what I'm saying? That's what's feeding this. Yeah. That, that would be my mentality with it. Ain't? You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I mean, oh, I love this fame shit. Oh, I love it. Oh, I got to keep winning. What, what do I got to do to you? I got, you know what I mean? But it's easy for a chick to call you. It's easy for your boys to call you. It's easy for you to grab a bottle or blunt, whatever. But you got to stay focused. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got to stay focused. I mean, same way. You know, when it's time to reap the rewards, mm-hmm. you know, you, you get the belt put around your waist. You're right. You know what I mean? The trainer don't get the belt. You know, your friends don't get the belt. You can get that, that around your waist. And that's you the one get, beautiful thing about the sport, like we always say. All of that hard work, it can either be two things, you know, either reap all the benefits or lose all. And how's that feel? How would that feel just to reap all them benefits, you know? Just yeah. get all the rewards, you know? Yeah, definitely. But let's uh, as and the thing with Broner, man, it's just like on the technical side, like so many people say this, you know, like we were saying, you said he he's got the gift, but he don't let his damn hands go. <laughs> he don't let his hands go enough, you know. It seems like he's being stingy with the punches, like he just don't let them go. Like yeah, you can see counters and you can see all this, and you got the defense, but. All of that ain't nothing. All of it ain't nothing if you ain't letting your hands go. And, and I, I want to really ask a boxer what, what, because we see that all the time. And from fans' perspective, oh, sorry, uh, you kind of froze up. Could you ask that again? No, I was just saying I really want to talk to a boxer and really find out like what's going on during those times because you know, from a fan, we're like, why. 
it seems so easy for us to just say, let your hands go. Why, why are we doing that? You know how we were talking about the other guy earlier. And several fights, and you see a ton of fights where guys won't let their hands go. Sometimes I understand they're fighting a the guy, they're scared of what might be coming back, but sometimes they're just not letting their hands go, and they just not yeah, letting yeah, their hands go. Obvious, yeah. You know, yeah. that's why I want to know. Like, you know, I know, like, if you've just been buzzed, you just can't let your hands go, or if you're fighting a dangerous fighter, you're not going to just let him go. But, like, if you're known as this guy with fast hands, it seemed like you would, you know, even if you're behind on the cards, it seems like, hey, you, it's all or nothing at some point, and you're still not letting your hands go. So why lose a fight being just standing there and not just letting your hands go, at least taking a chance, you know? Right. That's kind of the way it seems like with him. Everybody says that. Like, you look online when he's training, they're like, we well, need to let your hands go. That seems to be his big problem. Right. 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 But like I say, him and a lot of other fighters, mm-hmm. it's just, we wonder what's going through their mind when they when they're not throwing punches like, you know, you have to throw, I mean, because everything about the punches is how you win it. You know what I'm saying? Scoring points, a knockout, hurting a guy. So what are they thinking in there? Are they, are they, are they realizing they're not throwing punches? Or, you know what I'm saying? I'm just curious about that. Yeah, I mean, like, it, it when, your, when your corner is telling you that, you know, you need to let your hands go, and your own corner is saying that, there has to be a point when they say, Oh, I'm not throwing enough. I'm, you know, I'm not going to win this fight off of just defense or footwork alone, you know? And I'm sure that's something they go through in training, you know, and sparring. Like, you don't just get on the big, you know, the in the big ring and, you know, choke like that. You know, that's something they have to go through in training. And like it either it's not being stressed enough, which is probably a good thing that he Broner does have a new trainer now. Maybe it was something that wasn't being stressed enough before. And hopefully he he actually starts doing that now, you know. Yeah. Because you think it's what you think it's just like having a bunch of guys that ain't what we call yes men. Sometimes do you think it's like having guys and they're like not really telling you what you need to hear? I mean, it could be, but as a fighter, you know, you have to throw punches. I just don't get them <laughs> not throwing yeah. punches and exactly. might possibly think that they could win. I don't, you know, I'm just confused about that because we see it a lot and I'm not stressing yeah, he, bro. Yeah, not see bro alone, but yeah. And a lot of fighters do it. We're like, dude, why let your hands go? We were just talking about this ant a yeah, little yeah, while ago. Yeah. yeah. I, I know, know? It, it, that's in my mind right now, you know, and I'm just kind of thinking, yeah, it's like You're confused by that. You're not in danger, but you won't let your hands go. And those yeah. are the fights we're talking about guys that are not in danger. You're not facing no major firepower and you're not letting your hands go. Right. So, no. But um, the big here's the big question. Uh, who who do you pick in um, Bruno or Vargas? Uh, it's 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 gonna be a tough one, man. But but I'm, I'm gonna actually roll with, with Vargas on this one, and because you know, AB kind of had me sold till he, you know, at the tail end seemed like he got a little unfocused. So I'm rocking with um. I'm a rock with Vargas because, you know, he's just been looking sharp. He's been looking focused. And um, I think he recognizes this opportunity that's being presented to him. You know what I mean? So I'm I'm a rock with him by decision. You know, I don't know. I don't, yeah, I'm a rock with him by decision. Vargas by decision. Yeah. Yeah. I, I go with Vargas by, by decision. I think, um, like you said, it's the same thing. He, appreciates this situation the opportunity he was given and you know like i said he's been in there with the best already so you know broner can't really tell him nothing you know broner can't really show him something different and if broner do show him something different i'll take my hat off to broner you know i'll be surprised but 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 like i said jesse vargas kind of like with mikey garcia he's just fighting off of the skill he has and determination you know determination that's all it takes sometimes, you know, determination to beat your gift if your gift ain't really up to par like it's supposed Absolutely. to be, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I ain't confident. I ain't gonna say he gonna knock Broner out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> you know. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know. You know that, that the beard the beard is too thick, so you can't get through it. So you crazy, man. I thought but, uh, that's what you was gonna say. Oh, the beard, yeah. No, no, no. Oh. Yeah, I thought you said you were gonna get KO'd or whatever. Oh no, no. You no. know, I give I give it that's one thing about Broner, he's got a, a he's got a good chin. Yeah. You know, that's he's got a really good chin, so but um well, what else I say was fighting in ESPN, Amir Khan and that guy Greco in. What do yeah. you think of that? Just stay busy, fight for Khan. Or you think it's dangerous, man? I think it's dangerous, man. Because Amir Khan ain't young. That's a fact. He ain't young no more, and the chin is just. Jeez. If he make if he make it past this one, will he make it past the next one? It's just it's just a matter of time with that chin, bro. I, I think, I think, and I mean. Now, fighting maybe some of the, the older guys out there, some fights here and there, but any of these young lines, I, I mean, come on, 147, him and Spence, I heard he was talking about Spence. Come on, dude. He won't make it. I'd be surprised if he make it out of one round with Spence. You know, Spence kind of actually laughed at that fight, you know. That's yeah. How, that's how serious he was taking it. So it's like, say if you do get past a guy like this, Phil LaGreco, um, what is there really next? I mean, yeah, because like like you said, when you slow down, because before his fight, let's be honest, his speed carried his fights. You know, his right. speed right. carried his fights, and more you slow down, you just a sitting target. Because it's kind of like his defense hadn't really like evolved to where it could really protect that chin. Because no. no, that chin it, it, it's scary when he goes down, man. Yeah, yeah, he'd have been a, he'd have been in a few bad ones, and you know. Throughout his career. Throughout. Throughout his career, not laid on middle. Throughout his career, started off getting a banger. So, Yo, uh, man. Uh, like I, I, I mean, he. I, no, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I, I even think Kill Brook is dangerous, man. Yeah. I mean, when, when it comes to that chin, I mean, Kill Brook still got some pop and he's going to land at least one time on that chin and that, that could be it for. I mean, and the chin is. It's almost like light switch, dude. It's it's it seemed to be that that bad. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, people being denial, con people around him. I mean, I mean, cause ain't to be a fighter without a chin, you had to be a special, special, special fighter. You know what I'm saying? It's gotta be. Yeah. You gotta be, and I don't think he's that that special. I mean, he's a good guy. He got, like you said, had speed and everything. Had some super fast hands, but that, that ain't gonna be. That ain't gonna be enough. That ain't gonna be enough to like. I mean, Terrence Crawford. I mean, what what what, what is Khan gonna do? This what what, what 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 can he do in that fight? At I mean, I would like to see Terrence Crawford just take that fight just to get a name on his record. You know, I mean, it, 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 I think it would be a good fight for as long as it lasts. You know, then you know my. I got but you know, making adjustments, picking them apart, and then it's, it's a matter of time. Yeah, but the yeah. first three rounds would be competitive. You know, Khan got the speed or whatever, but, you know, I mean, it's just the chin, and it's just, I mean, the chin combined with the age and combined with the with with, with, with the mindset, eh? What is it left for me to come? I've been knocked out three or four times brutally. What, 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 what you know? Mm-hmm. What, what what what's really left for me in the game? I'm I'm not gonna really do nothing groundbreaking. I'm not really going to capitalize on a huge fight, the Floyd Mayweather thing. You know what I mean? What's really left out here for him but danger, eh? Nothing really, because yeah, like even after the Canelo, Canelo fight, that was it pretty much. It kind of it was kind of like a period on his career right there. Like people saw what that happened. They saw what happened and it was like, there's nothing else out there for you. Now, him and the Kelbrook, they owe the fans that to me. They owe the UK fans, and I would like to see that fight too. They owe them that, but I mean, other than that, I don't really see much, 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 much more for um, you know, either one of those guys to be honest. And I mean, you know, Brook Kel got a chin, but he ain't got no eyes. Both his eyes been broke, you know. So they're I mean, both a, they're both a danger to themselves right now. Man. Right now, they are. Cause like yeah, with Khan, the thing with Khan is like 
was scary about his knockouts is his eyes be open, you know, and he'd be like watching his soul leave his body. You know, it's like he just laying there paralyzed. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's like he's feeling it. So it's like, why, why you want to keep putting yourself through it? You taking the chances, man. You know. Cause I'm sure just like him and Kel Brook, they don't really need to fight anymore as far as that money, you know. Yeah. On the financial way. Yeah, I'm sure they financially good, you know. So what are you thinking, uh, Phil Greco by knockout, man? <laughs> Stop, man. I don't know, man. What you? How you feel about this one? I, I mean, cause anything can happen. You touch the chin, but this Greco guy. And I mean, I don't know much about him. I, I don't either, man. About him a couple, you know, maybe a month or so ago. Yeah, I don't know either. Like, um, is he from? Is he from America? Is he from overseas? Is it? Uh, let me check. He's from Canada. From Canada. Okay. Yeah, he's from Canada. You know, he's fought at one fifty four. So that's kind of heavy. He's been uh, he's been in there with Earl Spence before. Earl Spence knocked him out. Um, he's fought uh, Sean Porter. Uh, he lost the decision to Sean Porter. So he's been in there with some names, but he's lost to him. You know? Okay. So it's kind of you know it's kind of hard to say where he's at too. So it might be it might be an even fight. Yeah, I think Khan can maybe get a decision. Yeah, I mean from. What I'm hearing, I mean, Khan definitely sound like the most skilled fighter out of both of them. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Khan's been knocked out, but he's been knocked out by, you know, big, big, you know, they were big fights in it. You know, it wasn't really, except for like that Brett Prescott one. That was like early in his career, but that was a brutal one. That shit was the first time we saw him go down like that. It was. Neck, he was just in the corner. Neck. Yeah, laying on the like buckle. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, man, um, any, any other fights are coming up? That's pretty much it. Yeah. That's pretty much it for on the horizon right now. You know, our, um, our May has been sabotaged. Oh, man. Don't even talk about it, man. <laughs> we know it's, it's, it's looking bad, man. Yeah. But you know, it ain't the first time we get through it. For real. You know, back fans, we resilient. We didn't went through the, Dry heavyweight division for year. You know we we we've been here, so you know. Yeah, we stuck it out, man. But um, yeah, we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up. I know you're getting hungry, man. Lord, wow, my lips getting white. I'm trying, <laughs> I'm trying to keep licking them, so they definitely. <laughs> all right, man. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much all we got on this one. Uh, good fights coming up Saturday. Uh, like I always say, make sure you uh, subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. And uh, I don't see you with the shirt on today, but I got mine. Go to jabeffect.com. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just relaxing today. Just chilling, man. But, um, but yeah. Before we go in, I want to give a shout out to um, Eric Thompson. You know, cool new guy that, you know, we met um, at the Christy Martin motion event or whatever so i just want to give a shout out to him i know he be listening so shout out to eric thompson yeah shout out to eric for you know listening to the show um you know sorry i couldn't make it out there the past few times it's been busy but um yeah hopefully next one i get to meet him you know yeah sure but uh yeah make sure y'all follow us on facebook instagram and twitter uh, like i always say my name is ant it's your boy boxing p about to sign off peace later